What is going on, guys? And welcome to episode 26 of the Listen Whilst You Step podcast. Again, we have another solo episode. I'm going to be trying to do a few more of these, um, but just a little bit of an update on kind of where my training is at. Um, at the time of this episode going out, I'm probably not that far off running uh, my first ever marathon. Um, but when I'm as of the day I'm recording this, which is in March. Um, so it's a little bit before this will go live. Um, had a 15k yesterday. Um, I've messed around with some different shoes and things like that. And I had some of the Nike Alpha Fly. Um, these are the ones that they've been talking about banning for the marathons. And oh my God, you know, when you hear like these um, gimmicky sales things like, yeah, these shoes make you so much quicker, blah, blah, blah get these magic fat loss pills or something like that. Like that's a whole different ball game and we're not going to get down that, go down that kind of route. But genuinely these shoes, it feels like you've got trampolines on your feet. Like I feel so much quicker. Um, and previously when I've kind of run any decent distance, I've definitely had some like ankle and knee pain. Um, as a lot of you all know, I had knee surgery um, about four or five years ago now. So I haven't done that much like long, long distance running, done like 5K, 6Ks. But now I'm starting to ramp up the kind of distance, um, investing in a real good pair of shoes. And honestly, been an absolute game changer. So if anyone is out there running and starting to get in some decent distances and you're willing to invest a decent chunk of money, like they're about 180, 180, 190 quid for the trainers. Don't quote me on how long they're going to last. I hope they last more than a, a month or so. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a kick in the teeth. Um, but yeah, I would honestly massively, massively recommend them. They are absolutely awesome. Okay. Um, and then in terms of physique right now, just kind of finishing up my cuts. We're down from around the end of Christmas, like the start of the new year. We're around 88 kilos this morning, weighed in at 83 kilos. So we are, oh my God, um, five kilos down, um, nearly a stone, a couple more kilos to go. They're going to reverse diet out of it um, to really, really just kind of maintain between kind of 80, 82 kilos um, for the rest of the year, previously, I've kind of really dug too hard in cuts um, and just kind of dug myself into a hole and then set myself up to kind of fail and rebound and go back to not back to square one, but rebound a little bit. So this year, it's just something I really don't want to do. Really want to stay lean, stay productive, become the ultimate hybrid um, athlete. OK, I want to be able to my kind of goals for 20 21 are uh, to be able to get very very close to a 600 pound deadlift so 272 hit a 500 pound squat so 227 and a half kilos which i have hit before um i want to be able to run a marathon in sub three and a half hours rub a sub run a sub 40 minute um 10k and a sub sub 18 19 minute 5k um just really got this kind of obsession at the moment just being the ultimate hybrid being able to literally do everything Got they had this conversation with Will the other day, who's obviously been on the podcast a couple of times, and I really, really got this thing in my head that at some point, at some point, when it is, I do not know, I'm going to have to do a triathlon and an Ironman just to tick it off my list. Okay, but anyway, that's enough of me kind of rambling on about my life and what's going on. Um, I just want to say a massive thank you for the insane re response we've had from the Shred Squad app and all our AS Elite coaching members. Are like genuinely, the response over the last couple of months has been absolutely mind blowing, and we're helping so many people change their lives uh, once and for all. And it's just freaking incredible. Okay, so today we're going to be going over the five reasons why you are not losing any more weight. Okay. Now, straight up, I'm going to try and keep this a little bit short and sweet for everyone. 
straight up, this long and short of this is that you're not in a calorie deficit. Okay. I'm sure everybody's heard this words, this, this phrase calorie deficit thrown around left, right, and center. It's become a massive buzzword, but all a calorie deficit is, it means that you're eating and consuming less calories than you're burning. You're in a negative energy balance. Okay. Now, when it comes down to fat loss, it all comes down to Newton's third law. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. So if we give our body too much energy, we give it more energy than we actually need. It cannot just get rid of that excess of energy or that excess of calories. It has to do something with it. Okay. So we either use it as fuel, but we've given ourselves too much. Okay. So we have to store that excess somewhere. What do we store it? We store it as body fat. Likewise, if we don't give our body enough energy, we get, we're in a calorie deficit and energy, negative energy balance, then our body has to get that extra energy from somewhere because it cannot create it. Okay. So what does it do? It goes to our fat stores and uses that as energy to be able to produce movement, strength, everything like this. Okay. So it's very simple that if you are not losing any more weight, you are not in a calorie deficit. Okay. Now the next kind of four reasons are going to be kind of almost underpinning that. These are four reasons that you might not be in a calorie deficit. You might not be in that negative energy balance. And the first one is just accuracy. Now, this is super, super common for a lot of people. Um, people start out, they start tracking, they're like super on it, they're weighing all their foods, making that it's tracked accurately. Everything that goes into their mouth is being tracked. Teas, coffees, sauces, spices, diet cokes, even some people. Like they're super, super accurate, okay? And as they get going through a diet, they get a little bit more laps here. They have a couple of tomatoes out the fridge. They have a bit of tomato sauce. They have a chocolate there. Then they have a spoonful of their uh, their daughter's food or their girlfriend's food or whatever it might be. Just these little things, your degree of accuracy, maybe you're weighing things on the scale and it's not 100 grams, it's 107 and you're like, oh, that's fine. All these little things might not seem like much, but it might be 20 calories here. 50 calories there, 30 calories there, 80 calories there. It can quite easily add up to being 100 calories a day, like so, so easily, okay? 100 calories a day, seven days a week, that's 700 calories a week. Do that over a month, that's 2,800 calories. Now, a pound of body fat is said to be equal to about 3,500 calories. So you can see just by not being quite as accurate, you could have just missed out on losing a pound of body fat. So if your body weight has stalled moving down, if you are hitting a plateau, are you being as accurate as you need to be? And if you really are struggling with plateaus, make sure you go and check out the plateau busting episode that me and Johnny did. Absolutely awesome episode. Lots of good, valuable takeaways in that. Okay, so number one, make sure in a calorie deficit. Two, how to do that. Number one, make sure you're freaking accurate with your tracking. Accuracy in terms of your steps as well. Accuracy in terms of your training. Just dial it in and trust me, everything will continue to move. Okay. Um, next thing is that your food choices are probably shit. Okay. If you're, yes, you might be nailing your calories, but the question is, is a calorie a calorie? To a certain degree, yes, but I would argue no, because we have this something called the thermic effect of food. And this is very, very, very simply the amount of energy that it takes to digest the food that you're eating. Okay. So protein is the hardest to digest. So if you're having a super low protein diet, the thermic effect, how many calories we're burning to digest that food isn't as high. Okay. So your total kind of intake is actually technically going to be higher. Also, if you are going for quick easy fixes. High sugary foods don't think that sugar makes you gain weight, but sugar can cause cravings. Sugar can cause low energy. 
all these different things. If you're not making good food choices, following that 80, 20 principle, where 80% of your food comes from good whole quality sources, 20% of your food comes from wherever you want, then trust me, you're just setting yourself up to fail. You're setting yourself up to not end up in that calorie deficit. So if your food choices are shit, your hunger is going to be higher. If your hunger is higher, guess what? Your adherence and your consistency aren't going to be as good. And we all know the number one most important thing when it comes to getting results is that you are consistent and you are adherent to whatever the plan may be. Okay. So make sure that your food choices are good. You're following that 80, 20 principle. You're making sure that you have a high protein diet and super, super simple. Your mum and dad told you all the time, just make sure you eat your fruits and veggies, get your five a day. And it's so simple, but trust me, it works an absolute treat. Now, next one, number four, is going to be that you're not moving. Okay, I get so many people come to me and they're like, oh, Simon, I'm eating 1,200 calories and I can't lose weight. I'm like, one, you're tracking actually is probably probably shit. Or two, you're literally not moving. Okay, honestly, if you are not doing between eight and 12,000 steps a day, you need to move more. One, for your headspace and your clarity and your energy and things like that, just being out in the fresh air, fresh air and just general health. But two, you burn more calories. Okay, neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis is generally the hidden gem of fat loss, if you ask me. Okay, when we look at the total amount of calories we burn throughout our day, 100%. Okay, 60% of that comes from our BMR, our basal metabolic rate. And that's just you being alive, your heart beating, you breathing, you just, your muscles like just moving, just like literally being alive. Okay. We then have NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which takes up 20% of the total calories that you burn throughout a day. That is your steps. That's how much you move throughout a day, okay? The higher that is, the bigger percentage. Only 10% of the calories you burn come through exercise and 10% comes from a few other things, okay? So why does everyone put all their time and effort into their exercise when it only takes up 10% when we could put more t- some time and effort, equal time and effort into our steps and our NEAT, how active we are, when it takes up a bigger percentage. So get moving, get out, get moving, burn more calories. And guess what? There's two ways to create that calorie deficit that elicits fat loss. Eat less, move more. Less calories in, more calories out. We create that bigger calorie deficit. Okay. So before you start slashing away at your calories going, oh, I'm not losing weight. I need to need to drop my calories. What do you do? Number one, you tighten up on your accuracy. Number two, you move a little bit more. Okay. Make that conscious effort to park that little bit further away from work. Always take the stairs. Do that extra walk on the weekend. Take the dog around a bigger block rather than just around the small block, okay? Just move more and trust me, you'll be absolutely fine. Now, there was a study done about people who are just super fidgety. I am one of those people. I fidget and I play with everything. My mum and dad hate it. I ever have a family dinner or something like that. I'm the guy like fiddling with the um, salt and pepper shakers and always end up breaking stuff. My mum <laughs> kills me. Um, but yeah, if you're like people who are moving and not moving, there were studies done that people who are like fidgety, like they bob their leg all the time and stuff like that, burn up to 2000 calories a day more just because they're moving all the time. They're fidgeting, they're moving. The more you move, the more calories you burn, the easier it is to create a calorie deficit. So move, 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 move. Okay. Now the last one guys is probably something that you wouldn't have thought would actually be on here. And it's actually just having poor sleep. Okay. On a previous episodes, obviously I went over some of the most important ways to improve your sleep. So if you haven't checked that out and you do struggle with your sleep, make sure you check it out. Now, generally sleep is the foundation of everything. If we sleep well, our training becomes better because we've got more energy. Our nutrition becomes easier because we don't have so many cravings and we have clarity and we know what we're doing. Also, if you sleep well, guess what? 
your hormones are in a much better place. Our hunger hormones, leptin and ghrelin, when we sleep well, those are more aligned. Okay. Again, there was a study done with people who slept less than seven hours and the people who slept more than seven hours. And the people who slept less than seven hours on average consumed about 500 calories a day more. 500 calories a day, seven days a week, that's 3,500 calories. Hey, that's a pound of body fat that you could have potentially lost or kept off just by sleeping a little bit more. Okay. So make sure that you sleep well. And honestly, watch your progress come, watch your progress come, watch your progress come. Okay. But I said this in the plateau busting podcast, and I would really, really be honest and like kind of self-evaluate. Have you hit a plateau or have you hit a legitimate power or, or have you just had a weight fluctuation? Is it just one week or is it two weeks? That's fine. Trust the process, tighten up on your accuracy, move a bit more, make sure your food choice is good. Make sure you get a good week. See, hey, I trust you things will move. Okay. It's very, very rare that you actually need to make changes to your diet. I promise you way too many people make changes too quick. In my opinion, which I say to all my clients, they're like, oh, do I need to drop my clothes? No, if shit ain't broken, don't fucking change it. Okay. Keep consistent, trust the process and watch your results come and watch your mouth just go, oh, Oh my God, that's me. That's my before and after photos. And that is what we want. And how do we do that? Implementing these strategies, consistency over perfection, accuracy, intensity, clarity, purpose, energy, movement, okay? Lifestyle, sleep, all of these little things. If we look after the little things, they add up and they look after the big thing, okay? Guys, I hope that was useful. I'm trying to keep these solo episodes a little bit shorter, a little bit sweeter, so you can take lots and lots of information away. Guys, please, 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 I would really, really appreciate it if you could share this to your Instagram story. Give me a tag at Simon Johnson Fitness. Leave me a review on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, anything like that. Any questions, drop them in the chat box below. Um, drop me a DM, whatever you want. Okay. And then if you're kind enough, please share this with a friend and I will see you in the next episode. Let's go people.